0: Certainly got a lot of attention. Shirt yeah. off, too, in the late...
1: It sounded a little cold there, too. <laughs>
0: there was a little <laughs> bit of a shiver in the... Hey, ball. You want to come out of here? <laughs> yeah, I do this all the time.
2: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vitrano.
0: Just about 7 12 on Wisconsin's Morning News. It is not unusual. I think we talked about it on the show. In fact, it seems to be growing in popularity. Folks who take these plunges in icy waters. Good for your health.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people that do it have ice baths even in their backyard. Or... I think there's like a club they do it regularly in Lake yeah. Michigan.
0: You two did it last year. Right, well, yeah. yeah, that was for a good cause. But I mean, there's some who like actually
1: have like, they just have a bathtub in their backyard and they go to sit in it and then they come out. So here's a guy, 59 years old.
0: Taking a swim in Lake Mendota in Madison this week. All right, this is the first one.
2: I've got a, about a, a half inch layer of ice on the lake. It's hard, it was hard to break through, but it's good to get out of here for a good cold plunge.
0: Yeah, okay, take, just, a, <laughs> just a guy taking a cold plunge. Yeah. Only right now, he's not just a guy. He is right now the only Republican running for U.S. Senate against Democrat Tammy Baldwin in the upcoming election. It's Eric Hovde. Oh, okay. (laughs) Posted it to his social media. So he's apparently, he has a home on the lake. I guess that's where he lives. Born and raised in Madison. Um, He's a rich dude, though. He's got business interests and an estate which is a fancy word for a big old house in California. Yeah, he's
1: been criticized for how much time he spends there. Yes,
0: Democrats have seized on that, you know, kind of playing off the carpetbagger thing. Well, he doesn't really live here. He's not in touch with regular old Wisconsinites. So this was his reaction to that.
2: So the Dems and Senator Baldwin keep saying I'm not from Wisconsin, (laughs) which is a complete joke. All right, Senator
1: Baldwin. Why don't you get out here in this frozen lake, and let's really see who's from Wisconsin. Okay. I hope everyone has a great day. Take care.
0: Okay, thanks, Eric. You yeah. too. We'll have a great day. I don't know about the play here. First of all, it is getting a lot of attention.
1: Yeah, And that's the play. I mean, if it's getting attention, that's all you want, right? Good or bad? I don't know if you needed the back end of that, though. Like, I, Not all races are the same, right?
0: Is, is Senator Baldwin disliked? The criticisms on her maybe she's she's just a democrat vote she's you sure. know, i don't think she chairs any committees mm-hmm. like she's been criticized as a backbencher can you name a piece of signature legislation that she's really pushed through okay runs very successful campaigns though. but right a- and i think is largely she's certainly not disliked by large right, numbers sure. of people so like do you call her out hey join me in the frozen lake let's see you <laughs> yeah. Certainly got a lot of attention. Shirt yeah. off too in the lake. It
1: sounded a little cold there, too. <laughs>
0: there was a little <laughs> bit of a shiver in the ball. Hey, you wanna come out here? <laughs> yeah, I do this all the time.
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's one call, that's all sports desk. Here's Eric Belstad and Vince Vetrano.
1: Four in a row for your Milwaukee Bucks. They're just unstoppable now. They could play the Charlotte Hornets every game. (laughs) Well, amazing what happens when you play defense though, too. It's funny you mentioned that. So they win one eleven to ninety-nine. Doc Rivers talking about that because you know Dame Lillard actually looked pretty good playing a little defense last night
2: yeah, dame, dame, dame has great hands yeah he has great hands like you saw he got another steal in the second half he told me that he said man doc coach I can play defense it's just that Portland I had to do a lot of offense he said now I can concentrate a little bit on both ends with all these guys and he's doing
1: all right then <laughs> if that's what you're going concentrate on great I like that plan a little though, D. right? I
2: yeah.
0: got other guys here. I don't have to pour in 40 a night here for us to get a win.
1: They play the Bulls tonight in Chicago, 9 p.m. tip. Our coverage right here on WTMJ begins at 8.30. Got an update on Tyler Kolick of your Marquette Golden Eagles. Shocker Smart uh, chatting with uh, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee's Jen Latta. Jen does that show every week uh, with the coach, and he says that right now don't really have a timetable you may remember he hurt himself during the game over Providence, um, dealing with a you know stomach, abdomen start issue. Oblique there. So is oblique, what they call yep, it. Right, yep, So they don't have an exact timetable on when he'll get back, but he is working on recovery.
0: Brewers have won but one game in spring training, <laughs> one in five. Lost to the Rangers That's Thursday okay. afternoon. 7 to 5. Saturday, we've got spring training baseball on the air. 2.10 is the first pitch. 2 p.m. broadcast time on your home of the Brewers. 6.20 WTMJ and the Admirals back on home ice tonight. They'll be wearing their City Connect-inspired sweaters. Actually, these are really sharp. And I'll tell you about the charity game where you can bid on them coming up. But they're trying to start a new winning streak.
1: Wow! Free beer! That's right.
0: Heard here. Live on Wisconsin's Morning News. We had President of the Milwaukee Admirals, John Greenberg, on the show on Thursday. He was announcing that they are celebrating that 19-game winning streak with a free beer offer for fans today. Is this happening? Are you making an announcement is, right uh, now? Yes,
1: right. at uh, Saz's, at Stenny's,
2: and uh, at Major Goolsby's. Uh, when you walk in, you'll get a certificate for your first Coors Light uh, on us and on our
1: good friends from Beer Capital and uh, and Molson Coors. So, so that's a there
0: one per... Okay, now I suppose you could go to all three establishments <laughs> if you wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. Free <laughs> like three beers, three beers. beers, right? Somebody's going to do it, and they're going to post it on thing. Look like, at me, I beat the system. Thanks, right? ads. 7 p.m. game tonight against Rockford. Three o'clock is the puck drop on Sunday afternoon for the Ads annual charity game, and that will benefit Children's Wisconsin. Seven eighteen. morning, you've heard us reporting it in the news. Two people dead, one in custody, car smashed into a pole. Reckless driving again on Milwaukee's South Side, 10 o'clock at night, 24th and Howard. A police report, uh, according to TMJ4 News, the driver of the vehicle, and I only say this just to illustrate how fast people are driving on city streets. You know 24th and Howard, that's not far from where I live on the South Side, right? Drive that sometimes to get the freeway. Going so fast that the driver of the vehicle flew through the windshield and ended up on someone's front lawn. That's how fast they're driving on city streets. Now, fortunately, in this case, nobody outside of that was hurt. No bystanders or innocents. But there is a reckless or perhaps drunk driving case, as it may be, playing out through the week in Milwaukee that I want to highlight this morning. Did you see the crash on Capitol Drive earlier in the week that
2: just obliterated this guy's food truck? I was making a gumbo, and I just, I don't know, I felt the big bang. Try tried to make it to my feet, and
3: I tried to crawl out. I had to end up eventually coming through the front because I couldn't get through the back.
0: It's Andre Richards. He's talking to TMJ4 News right after the crash. I mean, it happened right outside the TMJ4 studios there on Capitol. I guess this is where he usually parks his his truck. Truck is called Gumbo Valley. Heard him say, I was making the gumbo, right? I'm just doing my Mm -hmm. thing, right? Andre crawls out from the rubble. He's hurt. It's going to be okay. The truck, not so much. It is gone. It is smashed. If you've seen the video or the pictures of it.
1: It's just reduced to rubble. His livelihood. It took me about 14
2: months to build that every day. Every night. And I built it from the ground up. Now it's destroyed. This guy,
0: victim of Milwaukee's reckless driving epidemic. So this is a real toll. And we can we complain about it here on the air. And I don't I don't know. We talked about it yesterday as we were talking about mm-hmm. the police pursuit policy. I don't know what more to say, right? Like, I'm exhausted talking about the issue. But it keeps happening. I just wanted to illustrate through this guy, like, this is who it hurts. You know, we debate whether police should pursue reckless drivers. Well, here's this guy. His business is smashed. He's lucky to be alive. But experiencing a real human toll. I'll lift you up here. TMJ4 followed up with him. Andre Richards, days after the crash. There's a GoFundMe page set up to help this guy get back on his feet. He is getting donations from other folks in the area from local businesses, from people all over the country, New York, California, sending him money and messages of support. A lot of encouragement.
3: When people type these type of things, you know, it, 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 it helps you, you know, emotionally, you know, because you, you, at that
0: moment, you know that you're not alone. So there's Andre. He's talking with TMJ4's Andre Albers, and he's reduced almost to tears on the generosity of people who are starting to think, like, I might be able to, yeah. Get back, get my business back.
1: Rebuild and restart.
0: His food truck, again, was smashed. Gumbo Valley Food destroyed Monday night. Um, again, where they are in the GoFundMe page, he's rebuilding his business. I checked the page this morning. Over $45,000. Wow. that's awesome. In less than a week. These people don't even know me, you know, but
3: they care. That's pretty much um what you need in a time like this so
0: needing that money to rebuild is i don't know what does a food truck cost i mean it's and it's not cheap but is it i mean is he in the neighborhood there at 45 you're talking about
1: not only just the vehicle but the equipment inside the vehicle and everything else that goes along with that for me like it's a good reminder and we've talked about this before that like you hear so much about the the evil and the terrible things that happen you know Across the world, cross country, whatever, in Wisconsin, et cetera. And this is just yet another reminder that there I there is so much more good and love than there is the opposite. I firmly believe that. And this is a perfect example of that. Strangers giving this guy money knowing that this will help him get back on his feet.
0: Some of them are other food truck operators who are like, Man, I they probably see a lot of the same stuff. Right. And some of them are other I think there was another local restaurant that they had some sort of incident where they lost a lot of stuff and oh, people yeah. helped them. Oh yeah. And so like, okay, based on that example, this is what you do. You help other people mm-hmm. out, you help them stand up. But Shouldn't have happened in the first place. Agreed. And that's right. <laughs> Agreed. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's heartwarming to know all the folks who have stepped up and supported him. Shouldn't have happened in the first place. I just wanted to illustrate this guy's struggle because sometimes these are faceless and nameless. In the case of the one that we're talking about from overnight, nobody else was hurt. So but two women, twenty-four-year-old women are go dead. Yeah, Gone. They're dead. Somebody ran from the car, that person's arrested. Who knows what other charges may face that person. I guess the person was arrested on an unrelated charge, but something else was going on there. But the real-life human trauma that's playing out. I changed my life to do this. I left the streets alone. Bucks going for five in a row with a late tip tonight in Chicago. That story coming up at sports at 745. You ever had a bat in the house? Thankfully,
1: no. You have not? I hope we never have You had a bird in the house. Uh, we've had a know? bird in the garage. Oh. Oh. Just, Just leave it, <laughs> there. Right? We used to have bats in
0: my college house. Like They lived in the attic. I could hear them moving around in there. Oh, oh. Like the kind of... <laughs>
3: oh.
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, no, thank you. So we had to get a few bats out the house.
0: Okay. But this is not my bat story today. It's our co-worker, Jackie, from upstairs.
3: So last night, we finally finished eating dinner. I made spaghetti. It was phenomenal.
0: <laughs> spaghetti, phenomenal. Oh, it was good. Good Good, good start. start wanted you to hear that. So Jackie sits down at our morning meeting, which is Eric, pancake and me, and we talk about, you know, what's coming up tomorrow, folks we want to talk to, what's happening on the show. Appreciate that she knew this is where she needed to bring this story.
1: Right? Yeah, she knew we'd appreciate it. Walked by the st- yeah. walked
0: by, looked at us and you guys want to hear a story? Yes, absolutely yes, we, we, do. we
1: do.
3: We live in this 100-year-old farmhouse out in Aguanago. It was an old dairy farm. Mind you, this house has been in the same family for generations so it's really old and we're currently renovating our house and so our kitchen has all new drywall there's subfloor down like we we have no kitchen and we're sitting in our living room and all of a sudden me and my partner we just hear a noise and we look at each other we pause thought nothing of it and all of a sudden this giant bat just comes out of nowhere and it starts flying around our first floor and we have no idea what's going on
0: all right so you can imagine they're freaking out bats flying around jackie has video did you did you got that greg okay so if you're watching on the live stream right now i have greg hill uh producer of the program put that, that up, up for here. you There's, sizable bat i'm looking at it right now like it's It's not the biggest bat you'd see at the zoo or whatever, but that's... Uh, You don't want
1: it in your house. Right, that
0: you don't want in your (laughs) house, right? They're trying to figure out how to coax it back outside. So here again, Jackie, our teammate from upstairs here at Good Karma Brands.
3: We open up our front door trying to get this bat out. My partner is standing with this giant sheet of wood trying to, like, guide it out. And bats are blind. It's freezing outside, so it doesn't want to go outside. It has no idea where it's going. I have a blanket trying to, like, capture it and also push it outside. I have two dogs, an Dalmatian and German Shepherd, trying to eat the freaking thing. <laughs> (laughs) And after about five minutes of it flying around our first floor, it lands on one of our pictures on the wall.
0: Okay, freeze. Choose your own adventure. What do you think happened next? (laughs) The bat is on this big framed picture on the wall. You can text watch to 855-616-1620 to access the live stream so you can play along here. The bat is on this picture, big picture, framed picture. It's sitting there. And it's stationary for the moment. We need guesses. Yes. A dramatic conclusion. What happened next? 855-616-1620, the WTMJ talk and text line. Tell us what you think happened next, and we'll share the dramatic conclusion. All right, welcome back. When we last left our heroes, Eric, they were chasing a bat around their old farmhouse in the midst of a renovation. Jackie telling us, after trying to coax the... Winged mammal out of the house, trying to get it just to fly out through the front door on its own. The bat has come to rest.
3: It lands on one of our pictures on the wall. And we're sitting there and we're like, well, what are we supposed to do about it?
0: Okay,
1: so we asked you, what happens next? What do we got, E? couple of texts have come in. One says it went behind the picture, then the humans picked up the entire frame picture and took it outside. Yes. That's what I would have done. That's what I would have guessed, right? That was one guess there. Here's another one. The dog jumped at the bat, knocked the picture off the wall, and it fell on the other dog. Mm, entirely possible. Interesting guess. Uh, one says they went for it. The, the bat flew and got in Jackie's hair. Mm. As a prediction, that that's bat where, in hair, bad. No, thank nope. you. No, thank you. Those are some of the suggestions coming in. A couple of, uh, most of them are what we kind of predicted that it would be taking the frame off. Here's one: the bat pooped on the face of the frame. Pick then liked the look so much that it grabbed the thing with its talons and flew off with the picture. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, so that, specific. Yeah, <laughs> that specific. did not happen, but interesting
0: guess. I would have thought blanket too. Like maybe somebody grabbed a blanket, tried to you know wrap
1: the bat. And you said you used a tennis racket once or twice. Uh, yeah, I know you're really not supposed to do that. But I was in you college, also, and yeah. there were bats in my house, you and chase had girls over and yeah. stuff. And <laughs> you got to impress them.
0: I get it. Backhand volley every time. Just, poof. I don't know why it was backhand. the backhand. But Interesting. That's what that's what I went to. Really.
1: Interesting.
0: <clears throat> anyway, anyway, back to Jackie's bat. None of those answers are correct.
3: So he takes our shop back and used the little handle thing and just sucks it up. Goes. <laughs> and then he just, like, puts the vacuum outside and just leaves it. Doesn't open it up. Doesn't let the thing out. And that's that's what happened last night. That's the bat. That's the bat. <laughs> Sucked in a the
1: vacuum cleaner. Just clean. like a Milwaukee Tool shop vacuum. Eh? Well,
0: because they're doing the renovation, so it must have yep. been right there, right? She's like, we got a subfloor down, but we, she has it's no not kitchen right a bad
1: right
0: now. idea. <laughs> Clearly it worked. <laughs> did not see that coming, though, no. did you? No. At all. Not <laughs> listed. One person got it right on the WTMJ yeah. talking text line they said they've done that before we sucked ours up with a vacuum cleaner i suppose but that's a pretty big old bat sucked it up with a vacuum and there's the bat story
3: use the little handle thing and just sucks it up goes and that's that's what happened last night that's the bat
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vitrano. This also went on the WTMJ
0: Talk and text line Stand by, I'm checking with Sean Went.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jackie Sweet.
0: did alert Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program. The bat is still alive. They have called a service who oh, plans okay. to come and collect
1: the creature. All right, now take care it's of it. It's probably okay. From bats to bucks. Yes, and the Bucks win again, four in a row for the Deers. They beat the Charlotte Hornets again, one eleven ninety nine. The score last night. So the Bucks now, after a rocky start, are seven and seven under Doc Rivers. Bobby Portis telling the Bucks Radio Network here on WTMJ, Dave Kane that man, Doc's a perfectionist. Um,
2: having a coach like Doc that really points out everything, like you know, even though we won by double digits today, um, you know. Pretty sure on tomorrow in the morning, man. Doc can have a hundred clips of all the things that we did wrong. So having a coach like Doc definitely keeps you locked in. And uh, that's
1: awesome. Focused. That's great. Yep. Great news. They play the Bulls tonight in Chicago. Late tip, 9 p.m. Our coverage starts at 8:30 here on WDTMJ. Quick Marquette news: Guard Tyler Kolick still being evaluated after he hurt his oblique in that game. Against Providence, head coach Shaka Smart telling Jen Latta, our teammate over at 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, that there is no timetable right now for his injury.
0: Brewers and Padres this afternoon. Saturday spring training game is on the air. 2.10, first pitch, 2 p.m. broadcast time on your home of the Brewers, 620 WTMJ. Heard a lot about this kid in the offseason. Crew's top prospect, Jackson Churio. How's he doing? WTMJ's Dom Catronio reports from Arizona.
1: Many Brewers fans may assume that Pat Murphy is a traditionalist at 65 years old and virtually all of him spent in the game of baseball that you're going to see a quote unquote old school way of playing the game. Murph is quick to correct you on that.
2: I think there's a blend, you know, I don't think, hey, this is an analytics team every team's an analytics team you know you're way behind if you don't have an r d department that's providing players with information through the coaching staff
1: it takes a village for this sort of thing and general manager matt arnold agrees there has to be a blend the marriage of the of the
0: information together from the scout's perspective and the analytics is both incredibly valuable and how you bring that together how you blend all that together is still more art than science.
1: The point being, there's a lot that happens between the box scores in these spring training games that helps the Brewers decide who's going to make their club. The Brewers will host the Padres today at 210. You can listen to it over on Brewers.com. Thanks for listening all week. Reporting from Phoenix, Dominic Catronio, WTMJ.
0: Brewers 1-5 in, in spring training games so far. Lost again to the Rangers 7-5 to five on Thursday. And Admirals back on home ice tonight. They'll be wearing their City Connect-inspired sweaters. Trying to start a new winning streak. Last one, of course, broken at 19 games. 7 p.m. puck drop tonight. 3 p.m. Sunday for the ad's annual charity game. Three bucks from every ticket sold goes to benefit Children's Wisconsin. Mark Tauscher next on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> idea man you
2: know the old saying look good feel good play good that is taken to heart innovative we go and to surprise our fans and uh, as a team coach alvarez gets us these fancy new jerseys that are white crim on the side everybody's jacked up oh my god these unis are awesome They're hip. And Packers Hall of Famer. Colorado beats us by 45 points, and those jerseys never saw the light of day again. (laughs) It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors
0: of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. WTMJ Forecast is brought to you by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. And Tausch up next on Wisconsin's Morning News, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Tosh, we had a laugher this morning. Our uh, friend and teammate from ESPN Milwaukee, Gabe Neitzel, was in the studio talking about this cat at the draft. Apparently he's one of these highly touted
1: players. He's super fast. Do did we, did we have his 40 timing? He's from Texas Tech. They thought he might run the fastest 40 in the combine. What's the fastest 40 these days, Tosh? Like a 4-3 something?
2: I, I think there's a 4-2 something is, I think, the <laughs> quickest. and are racing I remember cars at that the, point, right? Yeah, the Dion Sanders uh, back in the day. I don't know if he ever broke the four two, but there's you know I know Justin Ross, an old wideout that Cincinnati reached for because he ran a four like four two or whatever it was. Okay. But Dion, one of the all time great stories, combine history wise, finished, came down, ran his forty, ran whatever it was a four two. And literally just ran out of the tunnel and went home. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, good. Sign me it, up. We talk about dropping mics and doing all the other stuff. Uh, I don't know if you have a better mic drop. You come in. You're you're saying you're going to do something. Everybody tells you you're nuts. Nobody's done it. And instead of, like, sitting through and going through all the meetings, you just come, you drop, uh, you, know, you run it, and then you head out of town and say, if this is what you guys want. Bring me in, Atlanta decided that's what they wanted, and obviously Deion's career speaks for itself.
1: So speed, obviously, is a huge deal in the NFL, and you mentioned reaching for that other guy because he just ran the 40 so fast. We have this guy out of Texas Tech, his name is Tyler Owens, who apparently could run or has run the fastest 40 this year, and he did his meet the media session yesterday, and he says he doesn't believe in space. Meaning planets, or other things planets, like and everything so he said is—is <laughs> is that a red flag for a GM? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I think it should be. Um, that's why there's, you know, some, what, are the, what? How does the old adage go? I always lean on you guys to get these words right, but sometimes it's best just to, you know, to not speak so that people think you're not a fool or something. I, I don't said
0: right. Yeah. It,
2: uh, and in in this case, there's a lot of things, and you guys are deal with politics and everything else on a daily basis. And there's my truth. There's a different truths. There's misinformation, and then sometimes even in this news, in this society that we're in, where everybody wants to argue about everything, are, are people really gonna argue about? planetary, like where we're at planetary, can't you just grab a telescope and go look and people can explain, like, oh, well, this is actually where this is. and That's Jupiter but, right hey. there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, uh, we want people to speak their mind, and then uh, there are consequences when you do that. But well, so like, with a GM, like,
1: I mean, if he's that fast.
0: Yeah, there's a difference, Tausch, right, between being football smart and being life smart, and you have to evaluate <laughs> oh, there's <what> no-
2: parts <laughs> Let me tell you right? so. There is no doubt about that. There is no doubt about there's football smart. And, and the bottom line on it is uh, there are, you know, the old talent scale compared to, you know, all of those life qualities and the things you're looking for. Everybody wants those things to mesh up. Like, oh, Jordan Love, great dude, great football player. That's awesome. That's what you're hoping for. Or a lot of players like that. And then there's guys that have a ton of baggage. And if you're not very good, you're out. You're gone. But to Eric's point, if you're a great quarterback or if you have this uncanny talent that nobody can match or do, um, you're going to get more opportunities. So even though you could have the craziest views or have some things that have happened to you legally that most of us would say is pretty disgusting and we don't want that person to be a part of it, uh, if you are incredibly talented enough, someone at some price point will give you an opportunity to help your football team win. And by the way, fans are usually okay if that person, especially if it ends up being a later pick and you're not doing it, paying a bunch of money, fans are typically okay that if this kid, I don't know who you're talking about, the non-planet dude, if he comes in and is a great tackle or a really good running back that takes a couple house calls, I think the Packer fans would say, "Yeah, I disagree on his astronaut <laughs> on his astronomy beliefs." But boy, that son of a gun can play, and we like him on our team.
0: Yeah, but you want him? You want him to be able to find the stadium for practice?
2: <laughs> well, you could get people. You yeah. can get people to pick him up. That's right. Like, that's that's right. That's, and they right. would
0: for a four-two. Maybe yes, they would pick him up.
2: Yeah, it is, it is crazy, but you've seen it. It is a story as old as the NFL is that talent outs. And if you have a great talent, regardless of any of the baggage that sometimes comes with it, but I'll say this, you better make sure if you're going to go up on a podium and do all that stuff, you better run sub four twos and you better be all world because, like I said the other day, the juice going to be worth the squeeze. Uh, You better get a lot of juice out of that squeeze.
0: (laughs) Have a great weekend, Tosh.
2: See you guys.